Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you so, so much for tuning back in. This is going to be part four, the conclusion of Does God's Name Matter? And as as you know, if you've been watching uh, the entirety of the series, we've we've turned the quarter to kind of expand that and, well, maybe just make it more precise. Like, the real question is, does the name of Yahweh Elohim matter to him? And in part three, we just read a laundry list of back-to-back-to-back verses, and many of them are, are Yahweh's opinion towards his name. He's jealous for his name. He redeemed us for his name's sake. He showed us mercy and compassion and all of it for his name's sake. And that's that's why the modern-day gospel, which isn't the full gospel in any way whatsoever, because it just tells us that God was angry and he sent his son Jesus and tortured him on a tortured him on a cross to redeem your horrible, wretched, pitiful, sinful life so that you can be full of joy and purpose. It it just is it's so lacking uh the biblical gospel, which is what? He is the redeemer of all things to to send him himself in the form of a servant God man, a, a a literal a literal flesh and bone man to perfect, perfectly please the Father in perfect covenantal relationship in order to give me any hope and chance of possibility of coming into him via his sacrificial blood to be found righteous and pleasing in the sight of my Father in any way whatsoever. And all of this, all of it, is so that covenantally speaking, I can be rejoined with him and glorify and magnify his name because all of creation steps back and says, Holy cow, what in the world? <laughs> what has this Elohim of all Elohims accomplished through men? Why does he bother with us? That's what David was always saying. What in the world is man that you're mindful of me? Well, if we follow the whole word of Elohim, it's for his great name's sake. It's for his renown. It's for his glory, not ours. I don't know. It would do us well to remember that as we continue to burn through these verses that talk about his jealous name. And for his name's sake, he redeems any one of us. So let's just pick it up and keep running. Again, I don't know if I said it already. This will be the conclusion um, of this series um, with this one here. Psalm chapter 143, 10 and 11. Teach me to do your will, for you are my Elohim. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, Yahweh, revive me. In your justice, bring my soul out of trouble. See, David understood the name. He understood that Yahweh had a name. Proverbs 30 um, three through five. Yahweh, my Elohim, I cried to you for help. You healed me. Yahweh, you brought my soul up from Sheol. You kept me alive so I would not go down to the pit. Sing praise to Yahweh, his faithful ones, and praise his holy name. And again, I don't care if I'm redundant here. It's for our. It's for all of our good. His holy, consecrated, set apart, kadosh name, a name like no other extended to a people invited to be holy, set-apart, consecrated, kadosh, as he is. And his name is a mark, which is where we're going to conclude here in just a few moments. His name is a mark. 
His holy Kadosh name is a mark upon his holy Kadosh people. Ezekiel chapter 39, uh, 6, 7, and 8. I will send fire on Magog and on those who live securely in the islands, and they will know that I am Yahweh. So I will make my holy name known among my people Israel. I will not let my holy name be profaned anymore. The nations will know that I am Yahweh, the Holy One in Israel. Behold, it's coming. It will be done. It is a declaration of Yahweh. This is the day that I have spoken of. Romans 9, 17 and 18. And Paul's quoting Exodus chapter 9, verse 18 that we mentioned earlier. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I raised you up to demonstrate my power in you so that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has mercy on whom he wills, and he hardens whom he wills. Acts chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. This Yeshua is the stone, rejected by you the builders, that has become the chief cornerstone. There is salvation, Yeshua, (laughs) in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. And again, what is the name of the Son? His name is Yahweh is Salvation. Okay, his very name points to the name of Yahweh Elohim. Revelation chapter 3, verse 8, I know your deeds. Behold, I have set before you an open door that no one is able to shut, because you have little power, but you have kept my word, and you have not denied my name. Now, where are we here? We're in Revelation 3, 8. Exodus chapter 3, 13, 14, and 15. We'll get some more revelation here in just a minute. But Moses said to Elohim, Suppose I go to the sons of Israel and say to them, The Elohim of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? This is where we started back in part one. What in the world do I tell them? What do I say to them? Because they're going to ask who, who I'm talking to and who is giving me these commands. So Elohim said further to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, yud heh vav Yahweh. The Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, the Elohim of Isaac, and the Elohim of Jacob, Israel, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and the name by which I should be remembered from generation to generation. And friend, again, I don't mind repeating it. We have to get this. There's so many years of doctrine and and religious exercise and, and teaching in our head that we've got to just... We've got to drive it out with repetition. Yahweh said, This is my name forever, and the name by which I should be remembered from generation to generation. Friend, forever is forever. He cannot be God in this generation today because his name is Yahweh, the Elohim of your fathers, of Abraham, of Isaac, of of Israel. And this is the name that will go on forever. Moses knew something that sadly we have not inherited this far removed. And again, distinction. This is one of my main four points that I said at the beginning to be looking for as we go through these texts. Distinction was of utmost importance, and Moses knew this. We have been called to be holy as Father is holy, and I would propose that not personally knowing or acknowledging Elohim Most High Elohim Most High's name, we too are not set apart as a people. 
We cannot be a set-apart Kadosh people if we do not even declare the name of our holy set-apart Kadosh Father. We too have not inherited a proper identity because of this, because we've not known our Father's name. The body of Messiah is so broad and generic, there is little, if any, distinction. Then I believe it stems from an abandoning of his name. The prophet Ezekiel. Now, okay, so let's move into some prophecy here to make this point according to the word and not my mere opinion. The prophet Ezekiel in in, uh, chapter 9 informs us of a prophesied age that's very interesting because a mark appears. Yahweh said to Ezekiel in Ezekiel 9, Go throughout the city, through the midst of Jerusalem. Make a mark on the foreheads of the people who sigh and moan over all of the abominations that are committed in it. So we see this sign appear that marks a people that, man, if there is a life verse, tattoo this on my forehead. Well, don't tattoo that on my forehead. I need Yahweh's name on my forehead. Is it supposed to be a tattoo? Is Is that what he said? The accusations get kind of funny. But anyway, for those who sigh and moan over what? Over all the abominations that are going on all throughout the city. Appalled by what we see. Put a mark on these. Okay, so what's the mark? Well, let's keep reading. We're going to move into the book of Revelation to briefly, very briefly, investigate this mark that we find um, about the name of Yahweh Elohim and how it matters. How it mattered, it matters, and it will matter in a prophesied age as well. Revelation chapter 7, 2 and 3. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living Elohim. He cried out with a loud voice to the four angels who were permitted to harm the earth and the sea, saying this, Do not harm to the earth or the sea or the trees until we have put a seal upon the servants of our Elohim, on their foreheads. Okay, so this sounds very uh, much like the what Ezekiel saw as well, right? So what will the seal be upon the set-apart ones on their foreheads? Well, as always, let's keep reading. Revelation chapter 14, verse 1 states this, Then I looked, and behold, the Lamb was standing on Mount Zion, and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his Father's name written on their foreheads. Okay? So, the Lamb's name and His Father's name. The Lamb's name, Yeshua, which is Yahweh is salvation, and His Father's name, Yahweh Elohim, the Most High, was literally written upon the foreheads of the set-apart, consecrated, holy Kadosh ones. Now, one chapter prior, in verse in uh, chapter 13 of Revelation, we see something interesting. This beast is rising up out of the sea. It has ten horns, seven heads. Um, people are, be, are being found saying this to the beast. Who is like the beast, and who can make war against him? In other words, oh, who in the world is as mighty as this beast, right? Verses 5 and 6 of um, Revelation 13, quote, The beast was given a mouth, uttering great boasts and blasphemies. It was given authority to act for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth with blasphemies against Yahweh. And what did he do? To slander Yahweh's tabernacle and Yahweh's name. Okay? And then the entire culmination of of things comes. Uh, Revelation chapter 22, verses 1 through 4, the, the end of your Bible. 
Then the angel showed me a river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of Yahweh and of the Lamb down the middle of the city's street. On either side of the river was a tree of life, and it was bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of Yahweh and of the Lamb shall be in the city, and his servants shall serve Yahweh. Verse 4. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. Friend, do we understand? We have gone from Genesis and Abraham and a revealing of a name to Moses, to Mount Sinai, to the children of Israel, to the kings, to the Psalms, and David declaring the name of Yahweh, all the way through Paul quoting the prophets, and, and now to and the prophecies of Ezekiel coming into more present times, and the prophecies of Revelation, the culmination of the ages, and they shall see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. So again, we ask this question, does God's name, does Yahweh Elohim's name matter? After reading all the preceding verses, and there are of course so, so many more, if we allow the word alone to answer, we must admit whether or not it matters to us, it most definitely matters to Yahweh and to the adversary both. It is a literal mark and seal. It literally makes a distinction of who is the Elohim of all Elohims and who are his. And his people are literally marked, set apart people by his very name being on their head. I believe the point is clearly made that Yahweh's name is of utmost importance to him, to him. So we must ask, then why is the church so silent and casual towards his name? The church that you and I have inherited here in 2023 holds little, if any, significance to his name. He's just God, man. Chill. He's God. You don't know him better than me because you say his name. I know him, and he knows who I'm talking to. As we, as we dispelled in part one, that is such an elementary excuse, friend. Well, he knows who I'm talking to. We're, in light of all these verses I just read, can any one of us still say that as a valid reason of why we would not appropriate his name unto himself? I don't believe so. How have we arrived at being a people that think it just doesn't matter. The Bible informs us that those who know and love Yahweh declare and exalt His specific name. His enemies do not. They profane it. They make it common. And it doesn't matter. It has no power. It has no authority. It is insignificant. They change it, friend. And as we read, it is made useless by the profanity of His name. So, friend, I would say this. Study his name for yourself. If what I have presented over the last, I don't know, two hours has not turned the, the boat in the ocean of consideration for you, friend, all I can say is, well, study it for yourself then. I, I will offer, this is, what, 16 pages, 17 pages. I will give it to whoever is interested. If, not, if you don't want anything that I have said, 
take the nine pages of verses alone as a launching pad of trying to figure out for yourself, do I understand his great name? Friend, you can know Yahweh Elohim more intimately than you do today. Do you know that? Because when I present this, and I'll bring this to an end, when I present this type of thing to people, uh, the the elevation of of Yahweh's appointed times, or the distinction of a set-apart Sabbath day, a seventh-day rest, or even, could you consider maybe not eating an unclean animal as designated by Leviticus in the word of Elohim. That like, Is it possible that that bacon is an unclean animal that was never meant to be your food, friend? And this, of course, uh, overflowing into this today specifically, would, would you consider the fact that maybe you don't know Yahweh Elohim according to how he would like you to? Many people, not all, many people... Build a wall of offense, friend. And if that's you, I'm talking and, and from a heart of, of, of concern and love the best way I know how to show it, which is probably not the best. It's all, I, it's all I know to do and to be. Friend, would you consider, is there any way anywhere in you that thinks you know God as well as he can be known? I know God. I'm doing air quotes. God, 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 God. I know God. We have to be offended in order to break through our barriers and limitations of who Yahweh is to us. Because, friend, if I spend the rest of my life, if I never leave the house again, if all I do is fast and pray and study the Word and cry out for more knowledge and more revelation and more encounter and more experiential interaction with my Father, I won't have a molecule's measurement of knowing the vastness of my Father. Even after that, I will barely know Him. So, friend, let's give ourselves to be a holy, consecrated people as He is a holy, consecrated Elohim of Elohims. He is Yahweh Most High, and there is none like Him. And I think it would do us so good to begin to declare out of our mouths His specific name. I'll leave you with this. Psalm chapter 69, uh, 96, verse 1 through 8. Sing to Yahweh a new song. Sing to Yahweh all the earth. Sing to Yahweh. Bless His name, Yahweh Elohim. Proclaim the good news of His Yeshua, of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is Yahweh, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all other Elohim gods. For all the Elohim of the people are idols, but Yahweh made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. Ascribe to Yahweh. O families of peoples, ascribe to Yahweh glory and strength. Ascribe to Yahweh the glory of His name. You've been watching the Path to Zion podcast. We are pursuing an ancient, ancient path that Father has illuminated to whosoever will walk it. 
I pray that you as well, friend. If you have any questions, concerns, challenges, <laughs> if you think I've lost my mind and it doesn't matter and he's just God and that's fine, talk to me about why in the world via the word of Elohim that that is true. You can do so at pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to meet you. We would love to talk on the phone. We'll come to where you are. Have you come here? We want to interact with Yahweh's people and be a vital part of the, the, the vastness of what he's revealing in this hour um, and what he's doing on the earth. What an incredible invitation and a gift to be a tiny, tiny part of it. Thank you for watching the program today. May this encourage you. This Father's name, Yahweh Elohim, matter. You better believe it does. I pray it matters to you as well, friend. Thank you for watching. Amen.